Welcome to the Campfire Chats with Alex Mead. I've invited sales, marketing, and business leaders to sit around the campfire to share stories about their careers, their jobs, and their lives. So pull up a chair and enjoy the show. Hey everybody, it's Alex from Beacons Point and I'm uh, here with Darren Ranke. Uh, he's the founder at Group 60 and today we're just going to have a quick conversation around uh, communication and kind of what's why is that important. Um, and Darren is an executive uh, leadership coach and thought, you know, who better to ask about communication than Darren. So Darren, right now, as you can imagine, communication is extremely important. Uh, so I wanted to know your thoughts on that of, of why. Communication is Honestly, it's an attribute of leaders that's always important. And I think right now, just given that the environment that we're in, we're working from home. There's a lot of people that have never worked virtually before. I've worked for many, many years remotely, so I'm, I'm more comfortable, although now it's more on video versus on phone calls. So it's, it's that much more important because the words, the gestures, the tone of our voice can be misperceived, whether it's on a, a texting or via Slack or email or whatnot. But it's that much more important because we're not face to face, side to side, where we can actually get to learn more about the person. So it's, it's that much more important than ever before. And the words do really matter. Yes, definitely how you say it is actually more important than what you say, but the words truly do matter. And it's important to pick our words wisely, especially during these times. Yeah. What are you, what are you telling uh, your kind of clients and your leadership groups? How are you how, how are you asked, having them adapt? Because, you know, one thing, you know, we do in our sales process that we always recommend, um, you kind of mentioned that, that, you know, words are part of communication, but there's so much more. Um, and we always recommend video like this because I think it's like 85% of how we communicate is body language um, and other kind of more physical forms of communication rather than just words. So what kind of strategies are you recommending to adapt with this style? Yeah, I think that thinking about the medium is important. And on video, we have a lot of conversations about executive presence and how you speak, how you influence, how you inform. And it looks a little bit different when you're on video. So it's important we talk about the, the gestures that we use, the pose, our body language, because so much is communicated. And right now, I just see you in a little box. And I don't get to see the Alex walking around and, and using those gestures that I normally would see in person if we were having a face-to-face -face meeting. So that's another a big thing, which is that the medium does matter, but also just take into account when you're communicating through Slack or text or email is don't get lazy because sometimes we're communicating so fast. We're so distracted, whether we have kids that are homeschooling in this current environment and people can get lazy. They can leave out punctuation. They can leave out some of the words, the salutation, et cetera. And we communicate in styles that can come across in a bit abrasive manner to people. So I think it, it really is important to be a bit more intentional, slow down a little bit in terms of your communications, maybe read it a second time before you send it. Because when we're virtual, especially, things can be misinterpreted. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, as we started to record this, I think my son ran by and was upset by something. So obviously we all are adapting to working at home. Some of us, you know, are more used to this than others, but this whole family element, what if at the beginning, I was kind of nervous to have that family background noise, maybe we'll call it. Um, what, what, are, what are people talking about now in kind of the leadership, you know, world of embracing the family interruptions in business calls that maybe would have been frowned upon? I think we're all in very similar situations. Of course, we're 
people slowly moving back into offices, but still there's going to be, for sure, it's going to be different moving forward. We're not going to go back to January. The people are going to probably stay and work primarily from home or work from anywhere. But I think you can make it fun. I think it's cool when you get on a call for the first time is walk around with your laptop or your phone and give a little tour to help understand your dog and your kids and perhaps where the homeschooling is happening. Obviously with the kids, I'm thinking about that all the time, but make it fun. It gives yourself permission so that when it does happen, I was on a coaching call, a video call a couple months ago and my son came up and gave me a hug, wrapped his arms around me. And it does show a little bit of humanity, but I think if you, you can kind of ask for permission if you go and you give a tour, which is a fun thing to do anyway, but we're all in similar situations in, in the past. I had to be an expert muter. I remember having a construction project going on in my house and having to mute during conference calls so that people couldn't hear what was going on. And now it's a little bit, it's more okay, which I think is cool and it's fun and it, it does show our personality and some more humanity. That's some of the things that, that I'm thinking about. But what about you? I know as a, as a marketer, I know you focus on inbound or content marketing. Talk to me about what you're thinking in terms of communications and what a role that plays, especially in an environment now where I know you're having many more virtual conversations and I know you obviously use a lot of digital tools anyway, but talk to me about how communications has shifted in this new world. Yeah, uh, it's a good question. I mean, we, I think most, like most businesses, marketing, we have clients all over the place and there was a lot of virtual meetings, a lot of Zoom, a lot of uh, Slack, you know, communication. I think the big difference now is the, the tone, the tonality of how we are conveying messages to their for our clients to their to their clients or their prospects um you know when this you know coronavirus first hit you know it was a do we even send out emails like we don't know people's situations we don't know who's been affected by what um and so it was a very cautious you know leading with empathy and i think that's one thing that's going to change in sales and marketing for really forever is see people as humans again. And I know this was a trend and some people will say that already happens, but you'd be surprised how lack of personalized, personalized, you know, content or data or lack of uh, humanizing content there is. And I think that is really going to come uh, in a big way because now we're all realizing, we just talked about kids interrupting. Uh, we just talked about construction sounds. I mean, I had the gardener go by to shut my window and these are all things that make us human. And we have to remember that we're marketing to somebody who might have 30 minute increments because they have to switch off with their, well, you know, partner for childcare and be a little bit more relaxed on some of those things. So I think we're going to see a big trend in personalization of, of sales outreach, of content, um, you know, more understanding. I think the business day, you know, for, for most businesses is like what, like nine to five, eight to six, something like that. And now I think it's a, you know, more of a, well, I, I wake up from six to nine, do my emails. Then I, then I take, you know, do homeschooling till noon, uh, switch with my partner. Then I do a couple hours here. Then I take them to practice. Then I do a couple hours at home. Uh, you know, getting those times in is just going to be, I think really an interesting process as we, as we move through this. It's interesting. You mentioned just the early outreach when this first hit to me, it felt tone deaf in some ways to be reaching out and, and just seemed opportunistic. And I know I've had conversations with people that were in a sales capacity and they struggle with it. Sometimes they said, yeah. maybe it's time to be more aggressive and go on the offensive. And I struggle with that. And I'm curious, 
how what you would suggest to to me and my business, but also to others in terms of what are some of those tactics that you can use to um, to be more human, as you mentioned, in this world, whether it's right now or also just going forward in the ensuing months and hopefully not years, but could be years. Yeah, um, I, I struggled with that big time in the beginning, um, you know, because we we lost some clients and we're not, you know, we're not immune to it. And I think every, I think most marketing agencies at the beginning felt the pain and it's this like stuck between, well, I need to grow this business to make money to keep our employees, you know, hired and keep, you know, keep money coming in. But on the other hand, I don't know what's going on on the other side of that email that I'm sending or phone call that I'm making. Um, and it was hard to decide what the best approach was. Um, but I think now we're in a different state. I think people are feeling like they're getting back to normal uh, in one way. You know, we always talk about this. We talked about this, you know, pre COVID-19. And I think it's something that'll become even more popular now is using video in your sales process is one way we've been able to find how to communicate and make it more personal. Um, and if you use, you know, personalization, do your research on that specific prospect or person you're at, you're talking to and record a short video that shows more about you um, use props, you know, you can change backgrounds. If you, uh, you know, if it's, if it's funny to have your kid come in or if your dog always likes to be in there. Um, you know, I had a conversation with somebody that I, that a good friend of mine, and they said on their big leadership conference call with people from Hong Kong, people from New York, people from LA, uh, and one of their bosses, one of the head heads executives dog was in the background just like wrestling around some blankets and no one paid attention to the CEO because they were just looking at this dog doing like dog things. Um, and I think anytime you can show who you are and be more personable is, is going to be a benefit. And I think that's the, I think that's one of the things looking, uh, moving forward is salespeople are going to be more of a uh, resource and value added person than they are just a sales person. Um, you know, my, my dad was a salesman. He sold Hormel Foods. And I do imagine he walked into a grocery store and said, this is how much it costs. You're buying it. Let's go play golf. And now I think it's more of a, hey, your grocery store needs some more customers. How can I help you with that and uh, being more of a resource than a salesperson? Uh, great point. Maybe that wasn't on the full topic of communication, but I think it's all, in terms of sales and marketing, it's all relative. And it's all related, I think. Well, I know uh, just knowing you, you talk about always be helping, I believe, is one of your uh, things yeah. that you're focusing on. Yeah, and I think it's something that we noticed trying to be different in the sales process uh, early on. And now it's, it's you know, proving to be the right decision, at least from our perspective. Uh, I hate selling. I know that sounds funny as the uh, leader of our sales and marketing at Beacons Point, but... I like helping and I like trying to figure out how to solve uh, problems for people. And I think salespeople are going to be, um, you know, they're going to be solving problems. People, people need help right now. And if you can help them, uh, they're looking for answers or looking for support. And if there's a way you can help them, I think that'll really go a long way. Yeah. I think that gets back to communication and for you, that's really authentic for you is when you're reaching out. I know just from our own interactions, whether it's personal or professional is, is thinking about finding ways to help. And you've always been really generous in that way as well. Thank you. Well, you know, I, so I was actually thinking about you. So CEOs in the movies, they make big, uh, they make big speeches on the factory line. They make big, uh, you know, talks to the, to the boardroom. 
how how are how are leaders still inspiring or still you know bringing bringing that like team camaraderie when they're remote like this and and maybe you may be forced remote right because most people weren't ready for this it's definitely a challenge of course you have the yeah in the movies you have someone speaking and you're giving this really inspiring talk and a lot can be done i think in terms of getting internal alignment so doing some having one to one conversations with people because people have really been impacted in very different ways, whether it's financial, whether it's some family situation, it could be health in the worst cases. And having that empathy and connecting with people on that one-to-one basis is really helpful. But um, I think another big thing is really thinking about the purpose of your organization. What are you trying to achieve as a company? And hopefully you have that lofty goal of what you're trying to go do beyond just sell products and services. And if you can connect what you're saying, what the person's role is back to that vision, back to that purpose, it creates a lot of excitement and a lot of motivation for people to, to put in the extra work that we all need to do to help get our companies back on track and move forward. Yeah, I think everyone's in that boat, right? How do we best adapt to this adversity and, and move forward and find good opportunities? Um, so, uh, Dan, Darren, thanks for joining me here about communication. So, I want to say one thing about Darren. He's been you know, creating a lot of good, great content. So make sure to follow him on LinkedIn. He'll be posting that stuff on the regular. I hope more consistent because he's great at it. Um, Darren, is there anything else you want to uh, share here? No, that's great. Thanks for having me on. And uh, of course, thanks for the shout out. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks everyone. Uh, Check back. We're going to be doing these more often. Thanks for listening to Campfire Chats hosted by me, Alex Mead. Campfire Chats is sponsored by Beacons Point. Beacons Point is a growth marketing agency that creates video-first content to attract the right customer and deliver the right message at the right time. Find out more about Beacons Point at beaconspoint.com. This week's episode is produced by Summer Myers. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you around the campfire.